Get ready, get ready for this piping hot tea. Get ready, get ready for a tea time and filter with your girl loving tea. Spilling all this hot tea on this podcast read. So get ready, get ready for this piping hot tea. One tea time and filter with your girl loving tea. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. And I got my girl, Emily, in the house. Hey, everybody. So it is a lot going on right now. It is so much celebrity tea. So I had just got done posting the whole R. Kelly story about how a mother was basically teaching her daughter how to seduce a grown man like R. Kelly. Well, then I got some extra tea after I posted the video and come to find out That was part of a deposition um, in the courtroom that was not supposed to leak online, but somehow it did. And the people involved in that, that Jane Doe was Asriel Clary and her own mother. That is so sad. I don't know how, as a parent, you could do something like that, how desperate they were for money or for notoriety or whatever it was the purpose of doing that it definitely makes a lot of sense as to why Azrael is the way that she is like it makes me feel worse for her but something about her energy has always been off and I was kind of thinking it was them but I wasn't for sure because there's so many victims that he has mm-hmm. yeah and that's the thing like because there were so many victims a lot of people are like well if they're lying and this was a setup then he should be out this should be a mistrial but the problem is they had to sort through all the BS. So even though she was clearly a setup artist by her mother, because she was a minor at the time, her mom encouraged her to go to the concert. They paid for the ticket. You know, she taught her daughter how to seduce him. And the crazy thing is him being so stupid, it actually worked. Because again, yeah. he's just looking for somebody young and quote unquote dumb. And this was a setup from the parents and the whole time. And so that's how she was able to work herself into the inner circle. Most of the newer girls, like I've said from day one, were liars. They were there of their own volition with their parents. Maybe not their own, but their parents' own volition. Um, So a lot of their testimony wasn't even able to be used. It was able to be discredited like Faith Rogers. A lot of her stuff was just tossed out for the most part because they caught her in so many, you know, mistruths. But what really got him was a lot of the older victims. Because remember, when they made that announcement, they said, we want to hear from all R. Kelly victims. It doesn't matter what decade it happened. It doesn't matter if this took place in the 90s and the early 2000s. We want to hear from them all. And those older victims were way more credible. They're right. way more believable, like the hair braider. Um, I believe that Spanish girl that was on Surviving R. Kelly, the one that had the that got pregnant, he made her have an abortion or whatever. Um, a lot of those people were way more credible than these newer people who knew about R. Kelly's background, but chose to pursue him. So that's what really sealed the deal for him was a lot of the older cases, not 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 a lot of these newer girls. But either way, I just think it's a shame and it's really disturbing to see a mother text her daughter those type of things. Yeah, it really is. And as a parent, granted, I have a son, but I mean, just as a parent in general, you're supposed to protect your kid. You're supposed to want the best for them, encourage them to do the best, be their best selves. And that is so disgusting and just makes me so upset and angry at the parents for even allowing that, like just co-signing it, all the bullshit that came along with it. And I don't like how people are trying to use this as an excuse to say, oh, R. Kelly's, you know, he's innocent because it no, like you said, he's still guilty. 
it doesn't matter. She was still 17, but not along, but just along with him being guilty, the parents are too. And I think, like you said, the parents should be charged. That's the same. If you're a pimp, you get charged for being a pimp. That is a pimp. Mm, talk about it. You get, I don't know what the charges are, but there's definitely some charges for being a pimp. That's illegal. And it should be even worse when it's your own damn kid. That's so disgusting and sad. Yeah, because technically that's what they did. They pimped out their daughter for a bag, for attention, for notoriety. They thought, and Asriel can really sing. She's very talented musically. So they uh-huh. thought this was going to be their ticket into the industry. So much so that the father was even, you know, propositioning R. Kelly to, you know, um, basically invest in his musical dildo line. I mean, I don't know what the hell he was thinking about that. <laughs> Who wants the fuck to the beat of a dildo? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess maybe there's somebody out there who wants to, you know, uh, fuck till you remind me of my Jeep. I don't know, but I just thought that you was know, there's, that it, there's so much shit out there nowadays, too. It's like there ain't nothing new under the sun, but a singing dildo. OK, whatever. <laughs> right. You know, so. R. Kelly said, no, I'm not interested in your singing dildo. I'm just interested in your daughter singing on my peen. That's what he was interested in. That's right. Exactly. And then when they got kicked out of the the equation, that's when they want to go and start crying those tattooed tears on these documentaries and shit. And it's like, how can you sit there and cry? And like you said, throw rocks and stuff at the window and all these, you know, theatrics and stuff when you was... The whole thing got set up by you. Can't no 17-year-old fly out and do this and do that without someone paying for it. Exactly. You know, and that's why I feel like there's so many people who have basically been able to just skate away Mm scot-free. You know, there was a lot of adults. There was a lot of enablers. There were a lot of girls who were also themselves recruiters, you know. So it's just really sad that the people who should face consequences, only one person, which R. Kelly definitely deserves to face consequences. But I will always stand with the notion that it wasn't just him and multiple people need to be in jail as well. Right. I agree 100 percent. Yeah, it's a mess out here, you know. So now Joss Joyce Lynn is um, engaged to be married to him. And it's sad because it's like, you know, I don't want to say that she's brainwashed because I don't even feel like that's the situation. I feel like she technically really loves him, but it's just sad to see her wasting her youth and her twenties behind this scumbag. Yeah. I hope that, you know, well, he's been locked up for a while, but maybe as time goes on, maybe the she'll start to realize and find herself because I do think that her family, not saying like her entire family, but I think her mom and dad are kind of sketchy. So she doesn't have the support from them. And it's just her and what she's experienced with him. So I'm not a doctor. It does kind of give me Stockholm syndrome tease. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but even with that being said, she pro- probably is genuinely in love with them. She's the only one who stuck it out through all that. But maybe as time goes on, she realized and she's more distant from him and she gets older and wiser. Hopefully it doesn't take too long, but she realizes that she's being manipulated. And, you know, I mean, there's average people out here that's been with someone for years and they get arrested and they don't hold it down for 30 years. So hopefully she doesn't just because of he's just a piece of shit. But, you know, there's no telling that's going to be up to her. But I hope she does find herself because she seems to be very lost and she's a beautiful young girl i've never heard her sing i don't know how talented she is but even with that she i'm sure she's a smart young girl she was in college can do more with her life than just you know write letters to r kelly Mm -hmm, exactly 
Exactly. So now switching subjects, there's a lot of mess going on in hip hop currently with the Gunner situation and the Young Thug situation. So for y'all who don't know, there was a nurse, she was a, you know, a jail nurse, a prison nurse, whatever you want to call her. And her job is to, you know, work inside the facility. She's supposed to give, you know, the clients, you know, uh, medication that's prescribed to them. You know, if they get into like a prison yard fight, she's supposed to nurse their wounds and shit. Well, this bitch was doing more than nursing wounds, honey, okay? She done allowed Gunna's ass to talk her into smuggling all types of drugs, um, cocaine, marijuana. And I'm not talking about like a simple baggie or like a little sandwich bag. This bitch was bringing in bricks to the prison. And she got, well, the jail, excuse me. And she got caught. So I'm going to go ahead and play this news clip really quick. I want y'all to listen to this. Medical assistant accused of trying to smuggle drugs into the Fulton County Jail is on the run tonight. Takara Ford faces felony drug charges. Fulton County Sheriff Pat Labatt credits a jail captain with stopping Ford's plan. Oxfam's Deidre Dukes is live at the jail with the latest on the search for the suspect. Deidre? Well, anyone entering the Fulton County Jail, that means that whether you're a visitor or whether you work here, you must pass through security. But this medical assistant, we are told by the Fulton County Sheriff, ran into trouble as she arrived to work because an employee noted that she smelled like marijuana. And they said when they asked her about it, she admitted that she had smoked pot before she arrived to work. When she got to the security checkpoint, she was acting a little nervous. Fulton County Sheriff Pat Labonte credits a captain at the jail for catching Takara Ford in the act. After the contract nurse reportedly showed up to work smelling like marijuana. She smelled a hint of, of marijuana and she asked and actually the young lady then said that she had smoked prior to coming to work which is against all rules and regulations. We began to search her bag as normal and she grabbed her keys and ran and walked through the, the parking lot, jumped in her car and left. Ford fled in a black Nissan Altima, Tennessee tag 75AR44. These are images of the illegal contraband deputies say they found in Ford's bag. 6.8 ounces of marijuana, 20 grams of crack cocaine, 200 cigarettes and two packs of tobacco. Sheriff Lamont says investigators reviewed a recorded phone call between the suspect and other individuals in which it appears she discussed how she would smuggle the drugs. The sheriff says she had worked at the jail for a few months and that all contract employees are screened. We screen all of our contract employees. This just happened to be a, a situation, unfortunately, where I believe the young lady had been influenced by some internal uh, contact. And for us, it is Certainly unfortunate to lose a, a good nurse, but it is time that she turn herself in. Afford faces several felony charges tonight, including possession with intent to distribute. Y'all just heard the news clip. And so the nurse took off running as if she didn't work there. Like, I'm just going to run for it as if that's not your boss that you're running from. And right. <laughs> running, 
she, you know, she dropped notes and shit that she had with her. And on those notes, she literally had names of every, you know, prisoner in there or inmate and what she was supposed to give them. So there were notes saying that there was X amount of, you know, cocaine for Gunna, X amount of, you know, weed for this person, that person. So she was taking notes and she was ready to distribute it. And it's really sad because, again, a lot of these guys, they're already, you know, hooked on drugs and stuff just from being in the industry, you know, rapping, being in the studio all night. So I guess they didn't want to deal with withdrawals. And this could, I refuse to believe that this was her first rodeo. I believe. Oh, absolutely not. What do you think about this? No, there's no way that that was her first time, especially moving in weight like that. Like I'm wondering, are they trying to do it or are they just trying to make more money? But I do find it very interesting that a lot of times, especially with everything going on with YSL and they're saying, you know, protect the art and stuff like that. But this just goes to show this is a perfect example right now that a lot of stuff that these people talk about in their music is not just them portraying an image. Like even um, Young Thug, they said he was going through serious opiate withdrawals from all the lean that he was doing. And also all these drugs that they're trying to move in that's clearly something that they want or they need. They're not going to just try to get her to do that just because they're bored. That's something that they're craving, that they're wanting. And I also think that she's crazy as hell for doing it. Yeah. I mean, she basically risked her job, her livelihood, her reputation. And those are some top-notch jobs. They're very stressful. Anytime you work in the prison system, you're dealing with a lot of stress and, and trouble. Yeah, not only I'm sure she's probably dealing with charges of her own, Uh, which would make that difficult to get a job after. But I'm pretty sure her nursing license will be revoked. So all the time and work that she put in going to school and getting her uh, licensing and her certification, all that, all that's out the window. Yeah, all this for them. You know, and I think that's the sad part is that she took this penitentiary chance. And really, if they want to, they can also charge her with a RICO because she's helping people who are defendants in a RICO case. You know, yeah. so it's it's just silly. It's like you, with the RICO charge, if you just happen to take a phone call from somebody with the RICO charge that the feds are looking at, they could tie you in with it. So it's like, why would you involve yourself with people who are in there for RICO charges? One of the most serious charges, because they can they can indict a hamburger like the old saying. <laughs> I would never, you know, she's an idiot and I just don't know what she was thinking. And she's definitely going to get some time behind this. Um, Oh, absolutely. And, you know, honestly, if she works uh, in the jail, I'm pretty sure that she's familiar. You know, I'm not saying like she just knows everything as far as like the law goes, but I'm sure she's seen similar things like this happen. I'm sure she's been exposed to certain situations and stuff like that. I think she knew how serious the consequences were if she gets caught. And then it also makes me wonder how many other people around here are doing that? Like how many other people around her are participating in that just type of fuck shit to where she felt so comfortable doing it? Right. Because like I said, it wasn't like she had a small baggie. And then Mm -hmm. think about what she was bringing in. I could see the Coke because at least cocaine doesn't have a smell. They're just going to quickly sniff it, you know, whatever. But weed, really weed, and he's like on lockdown 24-7 because he recently wrote that on um, Instagram that, you know, the only thing he can do, this is what he wrote. He said, 22 and two, just a bed and a shower, no windows, just walls, can't see or talk to anyone. I'm writing now and still praying every day. I was raised to fight fire with water, even though my country's amendments have failed me, protect black art. 
So he posted that on, well, somebody posted it, child, because he's in jail. But uh, <laughs> somebody posted to his 4 million follower Instagram account. So if he's locked up 24-7 and he can't get out to go on the yard, where was he supposed to smoke all this weed? It just yeah, doesn't make sense. Yeah, and, you know, I do believe in freedom of speech and, um, you know, people being able to rap about what they want or sing about what they want, whatever genre of music. I do believe that people should be able to do that, but I just think that people should take a step back and look at this situation, and not just him. A lot of it, like Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash sung about pills and all kind of stuff like that, and he went through the same thing. He got arrested for pills. He went through detox. So just for people to know that it's not just them portraying an image and that there are consequences for that stuff. Detoxing ain't no joke. And I've heard of people who have been in prisons or been in jails and stuff like that. And detoxing in jail is horrible. They don't really do a lot to help you. You just got to sweat it out. You got to shit it out. You got to deal with it. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely just something for people to see that even with someone as high of a status as a young thug or a gunna and all the resources and money they had, they're still having to go through that. So it's definitely something to consider before you end up dabbling in the shit that they rap about. Right. Now, what's even crazier is that shortly after this whole drug situation with this cuckoo nurse went viral, um, literally a day later, Gunner was, you know, trying to go back up to see if he could get some type of, um, you know, to get some type of release. And they had denied the motion for a bond. And now it's been reported that basically the reason why he was denied for a bond is because the prosecutors have revealed that Gunna is currently under investigation for two homicides committed by the Shady Park Crips. So let me go ahead and play this audio really quick. New at four, an Atlanta rapper charged in a gang indictment will stay in jail after a judge denied him bond in front of his family and friends. Channel 2's Michael Seiden was inside the courtroom for that hearing. He joins us live now from the Fulton County Jail. And Michael, prosecutors argued there's some religious, rather some serious reasons Gunna should remain in jail. Absolutely, George. You know, Gunna is charged here in Fulton County, but he's actually not being kept at this jail. He is being held right now in Henry County. But today he appeared virtually when that judge denied his bond. None of the allegations made today, these so-called new allegations, are accurate. High-profile criminal defense attorney Steve Sadow speaking with me exclusively just minutes after a Fulton County Superior Court judge denied bond for his client, hip-hop superstar Gunna. We're very disappointed. We thought that we presented enough to show he'd be a good bond risk. Gunna, whose real name is Sergio Kitchens, is one of 28 defendants charged in a sweeping indictment that also accuses fellow rapper Young Thug of being a part of Young Slime Life or YSL. Prosecutors allege is an Atlanta street gang that committed multiple murders, shootings, and carjackings throughout the city over the last decade. The state didn't show anything specific that suggests that there are acts of violence or threats directly or indirectly for Mr. Kitchens. Gunna, who is only charged with racketeering, appeared virtually today in court. He is a member of the Shady Park Crips out of South Fulton. He is under an investigation at this point in time by more than one law enforcement agency concerning at least two homicides committed by that gang during this time. But Gunna's attorney called those allegations false. In fact, he claims that a witness with knowledge of the gang told prosecutors that the rapper is not affiliated with them. I repeat, not involved in any of the so-called Shady Park Crips matters. All right, so you guys just heard that. 
So this situation is looking worse for him because now they're really going through everything with the fine tooth comb from the music to the lyrics. You know, I'm sure by now they hauled in what 29 people when this whole thing started. Trust me, at least 20 of those 29 are singing like damn canaries telling it all. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, um, whenever uh, the whole thing came out and I remember with Gunna, because, you know, I, I love Gunna. So I was like, man, I hate to hear that. But I was wondering how how is he being locked up? Because, you know, the, the narrative at first was he just wore a YSL hoodie and he just threw up the YSL signs. And I was thinking there has to be more to it. So today's show sponsor is HelloFresh. And I wanted to make you guys aware that HelloFresh's newest menu item includes Mediterranean recipes that are filled with fresh fruits, veggies, nuts, olive oils, and fiber-packed whole grains for a nourishing balance. Customize your favorite dishes with their new Hello Customs offering by swapping out one protein or one side for another. You can also upgrade for a more luxe experience or even add protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals that are truly tailored to your taste. HelloFresh is not only a time saver, but the recipes are so easy to follow and the food tastes great. Make sure you guys go to HelloFresh.com forward slash SipSlow16. Once again, use code SipSlow16 to get up to 16 meals and three free gifts. So make sure you guys check them out because after all, they're America's number one meal kit. There's no way that he's in jail or he's dealing with all these charges right now for that, which I know that could be a possibility. So I'm not saying that, but them denying his bond, all that, like they are not letting him out. So I I definitely think there's more charges that we're just not privy to, to why they got their foot on his neck so hard. Yeah, I I believe that, too, because when the indictment first came out, there wasn't a whole lot on Gunna. There really wasn't. Uh Because I remember BL going through the charges and stuff on the blog. Um, And so, again, one thing with the feds, they're not going to pounce until they know they have enough to get that 95 percent conviction rate. So I believe they were holding a lot of stuff back that was not in the initial indictment for the public to, you know, to fish through. They probably pulled some stuff back because, again, they're still investigating. You know, there's been a lot of killings down there in Atlanta. There's been a lot of gang warfare. So there's probably a lot of things that they were investigating. They didn't want to tip off certain, you know, people and certain cliques and stuff like that. So they kept it out of the indictment. But, yeah, in order for him to be have been down there this long and they keep denying bond, that's because they have more over his head. And now it's starting to come out that they're looking to investigate him for those two homicides. So this is really sad. You know, it's it's sad all the way around because I look at this as not only, you know, young black men, you know, if he's guilty right. of this, I don't know. It's not, you know, for me to say, but I look at this as, you know, just a lot of young, a generation of young men losing their lives to nonsense, you know, to yeah. this music. Um, even today, I don't know if you heard about this, there's a little young boy, 14 years old in the Bronx. His name is Nadi Osama and his real name is Ethan Reyes. And he's just this young little Puerto Rican or Dominican kid from New York, from the Bronx. And he was stabbed in the subway. He's a drill rapper. And to look at this kid, he literally looks no older than 11. He looks like a baby. Like it just, it broke my heart. And then I went to go watch his music video and I'm just like, what is going, where are the parents? He's about sex and death. He has stacks of money to his ear. 
you know, somebody's giving these kids these props, these guns, this money, and they're allowing them to floss it on social media. Um, on July 1st, him and his little crew of 14 and 15 year olds, they were tearing down um, what's K-Flock, K-Flock, the other drill rapper in the Bronx that's locked up for murder as well. Um, yeah. They were tearing down his poster and saying F K-Flock. This was on July 1st. Well, to yesterday was the 10th is when he got stabbed and died. So uh, for me, I put two and two together. You know, they were disrespecting K-Flock's clique and somebody from the clique possibly retaliated. And it's just this whole tit for tat that is just, it's so scary because these kids don't understand. They're thinking they're just doing this for social media and they're doing this for a look, but people are really on demon time. And this poor baby, yeah. because that's what he is to me. He's, he's a yeah, exactly. kid. Yeah, you know, he's lost his life. He had his whole life ahead of him. But the fact that his parents and the adults around him were encouraging him to live this lifestyle and to, you know, rap this drill music is just really sad because it's New York has been off the chain with the drill murders. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of people um, sometimes lose sight that because they see kids and maybe they don't know their actual age, but they see these kids and they think that they're they're not kids because they're portraying themselves to be older they're talking about sex they're talking about money and violence and all this shit and they're forgetting because they don't kind of portray themselves to be these are still babies to me anybody under 18 that's a baby once you get in your 20s i consider you a kid which might be a fucked up way of thinking but especially 14 15 that is a child and you can even see sometimes if you're around kids a lot that kind of you know come off real tough every now and then their kid side will come out you can see it in their eyes you can see it in the way that they talk and it's so sad that someone so young lost their life to just nonsense and they don't have a grip of like the difference between social media and reality and that it, it does kind of intertwine together. The energy that you put out does come back to you. And it's sad that they don't have anybody around them to pull them back from that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. And like I keep saying, I've been really on this kick talking about the spirit of narcissism and a lot of this really crazy, toxic energy. And somebody left a really dope comment on my video earlier. And they were saying that, when are we going to start looking at attention as an addiction? Yes, I never thought about it that way, but that made so much sense. A lot of people are doing this stuff, not only because of this narcissistic energy, but it's something about the attention. It's like that attention is like a demon that's feeding them and they can't stop. Even when I was watching those girls at Bell Fries, I don't know if you saw the video where they were just going crazy and throwing stuff. It's like they couldn't stop. They look possessed. It's like they just couldn't stop. They were even hitting each other with objects. That's they wild. were so in, they were so engulfed in what they were doing. They were literally busting each other on the head with objects. They were falling. The one girl couldn't get back over the counter and it was just so disgusting. And you just had a pack of people, men, especially in the background, egging all this on. It's like anything for attention, anything to go viral. And they're not even thinking, what are the consequences tomorrow when I wake up? And now these three girls are looking at felony charges. Yeah. Cause you know, with, I guess any type of addiction, you know, there's other addictions outside of like substance abuse, but there's also, you know, gambling addictions and sex addictions and all kind of stuff like that that are considered, you know, addictions. But when you do any type of substance that, you know, does like a releases some type of chemical in your brain, depending on the substance, so it's no different than attention that releases dopamine, just like all the studies they've done and all the documentaries on social media. When you get a like that releases dopamine. 
So obviously something that makes you feel better and makes you happy. Yeah, that can definitely be an addiction. And I think a lot of people that are more um, privy to like lack of attention that might not have gotten a lot of attention as a child or dealt with any type of bullying or negligence or anything, they're going to be more susceptible to that. So yeah, attention is definitely an addiction. I mean, how do we talk about attention whores all the time? But when it's these kids, you know, they're, they're just babies. They don't, their mind isn't fully developed. So it is really, uh, really, really sad to see that these people are willing, or maybe they don't even know that it's going to result in death, or maybe they don't care. Cause I've also noticed that, uh, I'm not going to necessarily say with younger people, but it, I have noticed, well, I guess I will say with younger people that the, um, value of life just doesn't seem to matter as much. People commit suicide, like it's nothing. People kill people like it's nothing. I don't know if it's always been like that. And just over time, it has, you know, we're just more privy to the information, but it seems like life just isn't valued as much now. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, and I feel like the rise of that has been with social media because yeah. it, it almost started a monkey see monkey do effect because I remember the first young girl who had uh, committed suicide. I remember they were telling her to drink bleach. I remember oh, yeah. when Amanda Todd, you know, beautiful, you know, she was like 14 years old and, you know, she had to go from school to school. She's being taunted by an online stalker because she had gave him nudes and he was leaking these pictures and just, you know, taunting her and just making her life miserable. And when her pictures will leak, you know, everybody was just going on her, calling all types of whores and sluts and telling her to drink bleach and everything else. And then she ended up hooking up with like some girl's boyfriend and you know, things that kids go through that back in our day, I know we sound all old back in our day, (laughs) you know, you, you just toughed it out and you know, whatever you dealt with at school, it stayed at school. Like your school life did not follow you to your neighborhood. Damn sure did not follow you in your home. You had some semblance. Yeah. You had some semblance of peace, but with these kids, whatever goes on in their life is on social media and that follows them to school. It follows them home. It follows them in the neighborhood. So there's no way for them to get that reprieve or get that break. And um, I remember when she killed herself and she trended globally, everybody was talking about her. And then it's almost like that started a snowball effect. Then it was like a month later, another suicide, another suicide, another trend. Like literally whenever you saw a young person's name trending, it was because they killed themselves. And I mean, that happened for like two years straight. Yeah, I remember the, uh, what was it, the Blue Whale Challenge, mm-hmm. where they were getting people to, like, cut themselves and stuff like that, and uh, I, I thank God that social media was not a thing when I was younger, because, you know, sometimes when you're going through stuff at school, and you're walking down the hall, and you feel like everybody's looking at you, but, you know, it's just like a feeling, whatever, it sucks, but with social media now, it's like people you hear their thoughts because they're telling it to you. You're seeing all these people say all these things about you and it's, it's a shitty feeling. I I couldn't imagine going through it. So I definitely understand why kids now are going through so many issues with mental illness. I mean, I personally know of probably four, at least four, I can think of the top of my head of kids that were teenagers that have committed suicide just like in the past couple of years. And you would think, you know, everybody always thinks if you go through this, which I know this is a whole different conversation, but that, you know, okay, there's something going on in the home or the parents or something. And it seems like nowadays that's not always the case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. I mean, when you think about it, this took place in 2012, almost what, 10 years ago, she'd be like 25 now. Yeah. It's sad. You know? It's really and, sad. 
Yeah, that's why, you know, I always say that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. But I get it. A lot of kids are hurting, but there's definitely something nowadays where it's just the value of life is not the same. You know, when you're killing a subway worker, somebody who's working to take care of their family at a low wage job, when you're killing them over mayo, there there's just something that's just not ticking with people. When people are taking out fast food workers simply because, you know, their fries weren't hot. It's really sad. Yeah, there's something energy wise that's off. I don't know if it's in the food. I don't know if it's in the water. I don't know if it's just out in the ether. But something is just different nowadays. And like I said, I feel old saying this, but it is. It's different now. And I, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of it has to do with social media and just the energy that it puts out and it takes over people. Yeah, no, definitely. So let's segue to something a little bit different. You know, speaking of, (laughs) you know, R. Kelly's, uh, Miss Doja Cat, she's been Mm. given the surname now or the last name (laughs) now of Kelly. They're calling her Doja Kelly all over social media. Um, If you want to go ahead and break down this drama with her and um, Noah Schnapp. Okay, so just to kind of sum it all up. So she, uh, the dude from Stranger Things, I'm drawing a blank right now, the guy, God, what was his name? Noah. The, the well, that's boy, the, one oh, she, the one that she likes. Yeah, what's his name again? Uh, Joseph Quinn. Okay, so yeah, so Doja Cat has been thirsting over Joseph, Joseph Quinn. She tweeted that he was fine and all that stuff. And uh, anyways, she DM'd Noah Schnapp from Stranger Things and was like, hey, I need so-and-so's or I need you to hook me up with so-and-so. And And he said, "Uh, ma'am, you can slide in his DMs. And she said, he doesn't have a DM, which is really strange because I Googled it. It took me two seconds to find his DM. Anyway, uh, and so she was like, okay, well, Doja Cat slid in Noah Snaps DMs and he pretty much kind of shut her down, said DM, whatever. He posted it and she got all mad. And then she gets on her live and she calls him a snake, and, you know, she does to give her credit. She's like, I understand he's young, but this is kind of snake-like behavior. This is summing it all up, by the way, but uh, I just find it really interesting, of all people, Doja Cat is calling this kid, because he's 17. Now, granted, had, should he have posted it? Because he posted their private conversation without her permission, so it is causing a big debate online on who's in the right and who's in the wrong. And, uh, you know, I get both sides, you know, I'm a Libra, so I'm always looking at things from a different side, but I'm definitely side-eyeing Doja Cat right now for just sliding in his DMs to begin with. It just doesn't make any sense why she would do that. Yeah, because initially when I heard the story, I thought, well, maybe this guy didn't have a social media or he was just hard to find. But from what you said and what other people have said, and even in the exchange, he was like, uh, when he sent the screenshot, he was like, here you go, ma'am. And that part just had me cracking up. I said, that's such a teenage response. Like he literally let her know, like, you're old. Get out my damn DMs, ma'am. Here goes the person that you're looking for, you know? And of course she's embarrassed and she's salty because he made it public. But then I got to thinking, you know, was that some type of dog whistle to him? Was she really trying to go after Noah and jump in there to talk to Noah, but use the older guy as almost like a decoy, you know, use Joseph Quinn as a way to check his temperature. Think about it. How many times, like, you know, let's say there's a guy that you like, right? But you don't want him to know that you like him. You don't want to come off as thirsty. So you're, you know, you ask some questions about stuff, you know, um, you're bringing up, you know, just, just nonsensical bullshit to try and check his temperature. You know, you maybe you're even talking about a friend of his. 
you know, oh, I'm in class with your friend and he's so funny, da 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 da. And the guy's probably thinking like, oh, she might be feeling my friend. But no, you're really feeling that guy. But you're trying to check his temperature to see if he's liking you back. What if that was the situation? You know, it's it. You Drake slid up in, uh, what's her name? Uh, Millie Millie Bobby Brown. Brown. Yeah, mm-hmm. he slid up in her DMs and everybody drug him for it. Um, I just don't understand why Doja Cat would slide up in his DMs asking for, you know, her to, like we just said, she could have Googled it. And also, you know, Doja Cat does have a type and, you know, Noah is a, a handsome young man, but then again, he's 17. I don't know when he turns 18. I don't know what either of their intentions were, but I would not be surprised if that was the case. Uh, I don't, I don't know if he had ill intentions posting the private conversation, but I also find it very interesting because, you know, Doja apparently has a man that she's making, you know, cover up his face with blankets and shit while, you know, she's doing lives and what have you. So I, I think that's why she was mad that he posted it. But then again, who knows? But back to your point, mm-hmm. that could very well be the case because, I mean, how many times have you been dating someone and their friend? slide up in your dms being like hey i can't get a hold to so-and-so have you talked to him lately blah 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 blah. you got got his number what the fuck you messaging me for and you Mm -hmm. already can tell that it's on some bullshit so who knows i wouldn't be surprised doja i love doja i love her music so you know i'm not hating on her or nothing i think she's very very talented but i her character as time goes on is starting to um starting to come off kind of shady Just in my opinion. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, it's very interesting that when she went on her live and she was saying this is snake-like behavior, well, bitch, that's the the part calling the kettle black. Because Mm. how much shit have you done that's snake-like behavior? Uh, The way she snubbed SZA, that was shitty. And she always goes under the guise of, because, you know, she is quirky. So a lot of people are like, oh, that's just Doja being Doja, whatever. And, you know, I'll give that allowance a few times. But after you start noticing a pattern, just mm-hmm. like whenever. Uh, so, yeah, because even Scissor's dad had to check her. Scissor's dad yeah. went off about that shit. Right. And it was unprofessional. And Doja is a very seasoned artist. I know she's new, but she is a very seasoned artist. She's very, you know, this, this ain't her first rodeo. She's been in the game a long time. Just because she's blown up now doesn't mean she's just this brand new artist. So she had done, uh, what was it? She pretty much was low-key making fun of uh, one of Cardi's songs. And then when Cardi checked her, oh, I was, and she did an interview, I was hyped up on Mountain Dew. Not really Mountain Dew, it was some energy drink, but it, it, it didn't make any sense. Then when she got called out for being in the chat rooms, uh, oh, well, I was drunk. And I know she did address that and the way that she addressed everything I thought was a lot better than just some, you know, shitty little posts on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was that song she did? It was a song she did that was very disrespectful uh, talking about it was something that they it was about Sandra Bland. Anyway, she came back. That's not what I was. It's always a misunderstanding with some fucked up shit that she's done. And then she's always got an excuse for it. But then when it comes to someone doing the same shit to you, oh, they're a snake. Mm -hmm. So I just find that very ironic. The pot calling the kettle black. And then remember when she got into it um, with that girl who like judges people's looks all the time on YouTube. Oh, yeah, exactly. And I peeped that shit. Now, she had every right to drag her. Don't get me wrong. Right. Because that, that girl, her character is a little fucked up, too. She had every right to drag her. But I noticed when she added Megan Stallion to the mix, she was doing that intentionally. She specifically, because this bitch done talked about every celebrity under the book. 
But for some reason, she specifically chose Megan Stallion to add to the conversation. And it's almost like she did that because she's like, no, I'm natural. Just like y'all think Megan the Stallion's natural, you know, because it's almost like because they're natural and they haven't had any work done. They're better than people. So it's almost like she added that in there. It was almost like strategic in a way. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not in her head. You know, I love Doja. She's my a fellow Libra too, but she's been showing some shady. She's had some shady tendencies recently. I've noticed. Mm. So yeah, maybe there was more to this. Maybe there wasn't, but I just found it really interesting that she hit him up when she really could have just hit up the, the main guy that she was trying to go for. Right. Yeah. It took two seconds to, I don't know how many times I've had to Google people. Cause a lot of times their Instagram gets shadow banned. So I'm like, damn, was his Instagram shadow banned or something like that? But it's not. All you gotta do is Google his name, Instagram, it pops right up. So it makes no sense as to why she hopped up in Noah's DMs and he's got more followers than her. So, you know, I noticed in her live, she was constantly calling his name out. Like she wanted her fans to go attack him, but it's like, ma'am, he's got just as many as you. Like he said, here you go, ma'am. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. If she wanted to do a battle of the fans, oh, them stranger fans, them stranger theme fans, they don't play. They're yeah, deep she, as hell. She oh yeah, they would have been tearing up them damn cats. Yeah, and cats knew better. <laughs> they they stood up. right alongside Doja, like, now nah, you this is between you and him. We're not getting involved. Uh-huh, she picked the right one this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he has a massive fan base. And I think that's really why she was embarrassed because when she first initially replied back, she was, you know, she labeled it degrading. She said it was exploitative. Um, It was super embarrassing. He's a snake. He doesn't understand, you know, social media decorum. He's a kid. That's what they do. How about you understand it as an adult and don't slide into a kid's DM trying to check his temperature? How about that? Yeah, I agree. And now... Do I think he should have posted it? No. Even no. at 17 with him being on social media, so he, he shouldn't have posted it. But he she's been thirsting over this guy, tweeting all this shit. So he probably thought it would be fun. That's what I thought. He probably just thought it would be funny. I don't know his intentions, but no, he shouldn't have posted it. But like you said, she got a lot of nerve. Ma'am, he's 17. What the hell you think he was going to do? Right. He's are messy, especially these teenagers, you know? So oh, yeah. Thought- and my thing is, okay, so after all this backlash and drama... Did Joseph Quinn even hit her up? Does he even care? Probably not. I know she did change her Instagram. <laughs> I don't know if he has a girlfriend. I know she asked uh, uh, Noah if he did, but I can't remember what he said. Um, but I know she did change her Instagram or Twitter handle. I ain't got Twitter. Y'all know I ain't got Twitter. <laughs> but I think she changed uh, her Twitter handle to I'm better than you. Yeah, she did. I'm looking at it. She changed it to I'm better than you. So what is that supposed to mean, Doja? Girl. Sit down somewhere. Just take your L. You shouldn't have slid in a 17-year-old's DMs. Don't nobody feel bad for you. Everybody's always giving her an allowance. Like, oh, Doja didn't mean this. She didn't mean that. Just because she's talented. And she is talented, and I love her music. But she just constantly is doing shit that's just shady. Yeah, and I think people, that's why people are, like, genuinely, you know, confused and even not understand why she's even responding. To this yeah. if it wasn't that serious like you know throwing around power play words like snake shit and you know it's just weird and so like somebody even said on twitter they're like is doja really mad at noah schnapp is doja really mad that noah schnapp revealed that she is interested in joseph quinn which she has publicly stated by the way right so we all know that or is she just mad that we found out that her grown ass was dming a 17 year old mm, and that tweet I- has over twelve thousand likes I think they might have a point. And, you know, I think if it wasn't that serious, what really 
kind of revealed her character more just showed how upset she should have never went on live like after he posted it had she just laughed it off and kept it pushing Mm -hmm. no one would have even thought anything about it but now if you google noah schnapp that's the first thing that comes up is all the controversy with him and doja cat and i don't even think noah said anything i don't think he um no i don't think noah has replied back now, she had tweeted this back on March 30th when her name at that time was come C-U-M. But um, she had wrote Joseph Quinn fine as shit. So she wrote that publicly. I mean, it had like 12,000 retweets, 61,000 likes. So somebody else wrote, they said, I'm generally confused as to why Doja Cat is responding with this type of energy. She had already made her interest in Joseph Quinn public. It's not like Noah revealed anything she hadn't essentially already revealed to the public herself. Why are we throwing around words like snake shit and power play? Yeah, I agree. Um, Yeah, I don't understand why she's upset with that when she had tweeted about how fine he was and all that stuff. You know, it it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to it's going to be weird. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, hopefully it'll just blow over. But, you know, it just goes in that whole book of, you know, She's just weird at times, you know, and, you know, yeah, she's quirky and I love her music. I think her music is, you know, y'all have got me into Doja Cat's music now. So I do like her music, but, you know, as far as her personality, she's weird. Like she's not anybody I would technically follow, but I think she makes good music. Yeah, even her personality, because like for the longest, you know, I, I follow Doja Cat, but even her personality and her sense of humor, like, I get it. It's quirky and stuff. And that doesn't really bother me. Um, you know, she might be cool in person. Who knows? But uh, I, I've just noticed that anytime she does something shady, it always she always falls back on, oh, well, that's just Doja Cat being quirky. Now, sometimes it, it's more than that. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. You know, sometimes you got to look at situations a tad bit deeper when it comes to certain people. But like that's, right. I said, that's what we do over here. Exactly. You know, but like I said, it's not like she was caught in there saying anything sexual. So that's why for me, I can't run with the whole Doja Kelly thing, but I still find it funny. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't go as far as to call her Doja Kelly. Uh, Like you said, you can look at it a little bit deeper and and it does make sense. But uh, I just don't get why she was so mad once again. So that's what's making my like, you know, me give her the side. I like, girl, why are you going live and blowing this shit out of proportion? Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, you know, at this point. So now um, let's hit on this last topic here before we go. So the last we're going to talk about is Krishan Rock and Blueface. So as you guys know, I got a chance to meet Krishan at Jason Lee's party. And I'll say this, you know, she is a really sweet girl. Like I went up and I talked to her and, you know, I basically had like a really deep five minute conversation with her just off to kind of pulled her off to the side. And I was like, let me just talk to you real quick. I ended up going to go research more about her. And I found her music page on YouTube. And there were some songs in there that I thought were like really touching. She has this one video where she's just, she's crying. Like I'm talking about legit crying and she's rapping. She has so much emotions. And I told her, I said, I watched that video. I said, I've never seen anybody literally crying as they're rapping I said you're really pouring your emotions out I can tell you really care about your family in Baltimore you really care about your mom and I was like I really want you to just really make it about your music like let people see that side of you 
Don't let them, don't let them always see this other side of you. Let them know that side, that personal side, that emotional side, that side that believes in God. And she was just like, she was getting emotional as I was talking to her. And she was like, I wasn't expecting anybody to come to me and say anything like that here at this party. And she was like, just thank you so much. And she like, just grabbed me and gave me like, like this huge hug, broke out this huge smile. And she's so pretty. She's a really pretty, like, you know, she's like a kid, right? Yeah. 21. So she's not going to be my child. So she's going to be like this huge hug. And um, so Freddie was like, let me get a picture of y'all. And I was like, can we take a picture? She was like, yeah, yeah. So that's when we took the picture together. And, you know, she she was just calm and chilling. And so I feel like part of this social media thing, I feel like when she gets around Blue, because at that time when me and her were talking, Blueface had left. He was there earlier. Um, once he did his little, because he was up there to announce the award, he left with um, WAC 100. So she was there with like, you know, her crew and Natalie Nunn. And Natalie Nunn was like real cool as well. So they were all there kicking it. And so she's she's really genuinely sweet if you really get to talk to her. But I understand with social media, nobody wants to see that per se all the time. They like the drama. They like the fact that she can fight. But this situation with Bluetooth, <laughs> that's what we're <laughs> Bluetooth gate. So after she got her new tooth, Bluetooth, God, not Bluetooth, Bluetooth <laughs> started feeling away. And so he made a series of videos saying that he's breaking up with Krishan. She's feeling herself ever since she got that new tooth. It's just and? much. I mean, just the gaslighting of it all. She finally fixed her tooth and now it's too much for him. So then she's like, no, baby, don't break it with me. I'll get rid of the tooth. It don't matter. And she ends up pulling out her tooth in the car. Did you see that video where she like unscrewed her tooth? I'm like, what? Like it had my mouth hurting. I'm like, what in the hell? So then she was like toothless for like a whole two days. Then two days later, she goes to the dentist and she has them redo her tooth. But this time they end up engraving Blueface's face onto her tooth. So now she's calling herself Bluetooth. You know, what it's given to me is, you know, she, first of all, she's reality TV gold. I've seen her, you know, clips of her and stuff like that on uh, baddies. And she she is, she's reality TV gold. And it seems like she's got a buzz around her name right now. She's trended on social media a lot. She's a beautiful girl. Um, She does seem like one of those girls that just have a really tough exterior, but is very sweet underneath it. Mm -hmm. So I think what it is, is that, you know, maybe dudes are smiling up in her face. People are trying to get with her. And I think Blueface is jealous and he wants her to make herself not look as cute because he's feeling some type of way. Because what's her name? Uh, Gosh, I can't think of her name. Um, The girl, uh, Selena Powell. Selena Mm -hmm. Powell had done a video one time of how she linked up with Blueface and they were at a show. And they were in Colorado. Apparently, that's where she's from. And there was a lot of people, you know, like, oh, Selena, Selena. And he started getting in his feelings. Like, oh, what you think you're special, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I don't watch all her YouTube videos. She spills all the tea. But anyway, um, (laughs) she, uh, I don't even think she has it anymore. She's in jail, I think. But anyways. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, free Selena, I guess. But uh, she, um. I think that what it is is she's starting to get more popular than him. People like her. Mm. And I think it's making him feel some type of way. That's why he started talking about that tooth. Oh, she started getting big headed after she got that tooth to the point that, which is really sad with her, that she's willing to take a tooth out to appease him. I'll be damned if I'm walking around missing a tooth, especially when it's your fault that I got the damn thing knocked out. That's what I heard. Like the, the mom and the sister or somebody, they jumped her and got her tooth knocked out. 
I mean, it's just a mess. And, you know, she comes from Baltimore. So if you've been to Baltimore, that is like a really tough area. Like to make it out of Baltimore, it, it takes a special somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that is like a really tough city. You know, just even like the 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 homes out there, the row houses, it's a lot of rundown stuff. It's just a very hard city to make it out of. So the fact that she made it there and made it out here to LA and, and initially they said she was on a track scholarship. She was a track star, you know, so she had a whole future ahead of her. Um, a lot of people have said that, you know, they're doing drugs together, you know, allegedly, I don't know, but I feel like he's definitely gaslighting her and he's definitely manipulative. Yes, I agree. And I, I don't know if she has, um, you know, family around her or other people around her. Now, her brother was out here in L.A. and I don't know if that's her biological brother, but they kind of looked alike. Um, You know, he was at uh, whose party were we at? We're at Angel Brinks's party. So we were all out there kicking at Angel Brinks party. And he was there because it was going to be another fight that was about to break out. Um, I didn't really speak on this before, but it was like some trans girl, like literally fucking with her Um, with. Krishan, uh, yeah, like Krishan was, you know, on some chill shit. We're recording her rapping. You know, she was having fun, and this person was looking for a moment because the Zeus cameras were there. So yeah. she just started talking to her crazy, like I don't care who you are. To... And so finally, her brother had enough of this person talking shit and was like, "Hold up, you a whole fucking nigga. You're not gonna disrespect my oh, sister." Wow, like, it got that bad. And then at that point, Krishan got on the table and she was ready to, you know, what I'm saying, throw them things. So they had to kind of calm her down. So she's one of those people like she's very cool, but I can see how people will push her buttons to get her to react because why, like you said, she's reality TV gold. And, you know, the whole time my old ass is like, please don't start fighting because y'all got on fucking sneakers, Jordans, Nikes. I'm here in five inch heels. If a fight breaks out, I can't run that fast. I'm just hoping <laughs> all these young people, you know, calm the fuck down because I don't feel like running out this damn, you know, situation. I can't, I can't do fights either. I'm too old for that I'm shit. I'm not, I'm, not getting up, I'm, like, right. I'm trying to look down. fly. I'm not trying to break a nail. <laughs> right. I ain't, right, exactly. But you know, they're young, so they didn't care. They all had on sneakers. So you knew they came, they came ready for whatever. They had well, on sneakers. You know, but they were able to calm it down and, you know, they, they didn't fight or anything, thank God. But I can see how people just, because they know she's young, she's reactionary, how they'll come and push her buttons. And I feel because of that, like I said, her brother stepped up and had her back. If that, you know, she caught him her brother, but, you know, like I said, I don't know. But mm-hmm. he did have her back as he should have. You know, that's right. what you're supposed to do because that person was exactly. so fucking disrespectful. It was ridiculous. But. I do feel like she finds solace in Blueface because I guess maybe because he's the one who put her on. He believed in her musical abilities, you know, things like that. So that's part of, I think, the attachment for both of them. It's like it's not a healthy relationship. To me, it looks more toxic because she's gotten criminal records behind, you know, him. Yeah. And then also Blueface has, uh, you know, you Sometimes you might not get along with them, but you should always take uh, a little bit of advice from the people they're with. He had a baby mama that I think is still pregnant, and they that was a planned pregnancy. That wasn't, you know, anything like an accident. So that he's expecting his second child, and if he was to leave the mother of both of his kids in the midst of her pregnancy to be with her, that would kind of make you want to wonder how, how's he going to do me, especially if he's jealous when I'm starting to, you know get popping and things like that but i will say anybody willing to run up and fight Krishan, that girl can fight i wouldn't oh, yeah. want to fight her she'd be knocking bitches out i like i said i'm too old for that so 
you know, yeah, people watching for a moment. Yeah, she be watching washing chicks and sinks and shit. When I yeah. see that baddie clip, and then that's why I believe when Wack 100 said no, Blueface didn't have to jump his mom and his sister. Krishan beat both of them. She really can't fight. She's from Baltimore. Yes, and she is. She's got a cute shape. Her legs. She got muscles in her legs, muscles in mm-hmm. her arms. Like she look. Not only can she fight because we've seen it, but she even looks like the type of girl that will whoop your ass. Like she's yeah. muscular, but not in a bad. Like she's cute. I don't mean that's no shade, but she, right. she's got a, a bad body. Yeah, she definitely has. Like if she wants to get into boxing and be like a professional boxer, she has that natural build. Like the legs, the arms and everything. Yeah, you know, and she'd be ready. Every time I seen her, she was in tennis shoes. I said, I know that's right, girl. Yeah, because people (laughs) are running up on her, trying her. So, I I mean, I get it. But if you want to run up on her, you're bold. She looks like she would whack somebody easily. Right. So I don't know. But right now, everybody's calling her Bluetooth, you know, because she got this tooth. But like I said, I just, I, I really want the best for her. Like, I want her to win because I think like, the music is her outlet and she's really trying to get people to notice that. And she pours a lot of her heart into her music. Like I really enjoyed the videos that I watched that she made on YouTube and, and her, her music, you know, and that song just really touched when she was talking about her mom and, you know, God and all that stuff. And I just had to let her know that, like, I want her to focus on that and not so much all the craziness, but child, you know, good dick will have you just, you know, going crazy and not thinking. Yeah. Yeah, well, he must have it because he has the girls going crazy. But uh, I, I feel like she, whenever he got, she got in a fight with his sister, um, I guess they posted the text messages. And even after all that, she messaged his sister and was like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm praying for you, blah, 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 blah. Like, she's still kind of, she came off very genuine and very sweet. So I think, like you said, I want the best for her because she does come off as a very sweet girl with just a tough exterior. And I understand sometimes you got to cut up and you got to do what you got to do to, um, I guess, get the spotlight when it comes to reality TV and things like that. Mm-hmm. But once again, just like we was talking earlier, the, the energy you put out is what you get back. So, you know, hopefully everything works out well for her. Definitely, definitely. Well, on that note, we definitely been on here for at least an hour. So thank you so much, Emily, for coming through and joining me on this podcast. This has been a really, really good conversation. Oh, yeah. I always enjoy coming on. Thank you for having me. Definitely. So on that note, T-Sippers, we are out. Um, Half of this will be posted on YouTube so you guys can comment over there. The rest will be on Spotify. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Tea Time Unfiltered, and we will talk to y'all later. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.